0: Oh, hello, Studio 108 community. Leah and I are sitting for a chat today. And um, yeah, I'm glad we are because this is the holiday season and things are kind of busy and it can be a bit of a trigger season for people, a bit of a landmine. And um, we want to talk about polyvagal theory. Leah just graduated with her advanced yoga teacher training certification and she did this particular topic for her um, final project and I was really glad because there's been so much research and so much reconsideration and redefining and reorganizing how we understand the nervous system as the command center and how we understand the experiences of our lives as they're lived through the nervous system. Um, I needed the
1: update so I was super glad she talked about it
0: and I wanted to share that with you.
1: Yeah, so the founder of Polyvagal Theory was this psychiatrist, or is this psychiatrist, he's still alive, named Stephen Porges, um, who was a psychiatrist, was working with infants and babies in the NICU. And I think that the sort of the foundation of the theory was just him studying the way small children Connect to their caregivers, and how babies from a young age were programmed to look for our caregivers to meet our physical needs, our emotional needs. So, we're constantly kind of scanning the environment and scanning the faces of those around us and naturally attuning to whatever we pick up on in the face. So, to take a step back, the vagus nerve is also your 10th cranial nerve, and it's called the wandering nerve, because it's super long, and it goes, um, it, it forms a bi-directional link from your stomach to your head, it goes down your arms, and it goes up and around your face into your facial muscles, so. Wow. Yeah, wow. This and then been,
0: would you do one thing before you go on, so that I don't lose uh-huh. the thought, would you put on the timeline, like when is is his study? Like, like 80s,
1: when? I wanna In
0: say. 80s? Yeah, maybe 70s, 80s. Mm-hmm. Huh. I mean, this guy's old. Yeah. Okay. Um, We're going to let that one fly right by because I was around in the 70s and 80s. Like, not as a yeah. – anyway, we won't go there. But I'm wondering, like, because some t- at some point we shifted our understanding from just the fight or flight to this more sophisticated
1: understanding. So I wanted to see kind of where on the timeline that well, was. Well, so – we have these survival mechanisms, and that are you know within within our nervous system. And the first one that was discovered was called um, dorsal vagal, and this one kind of came online, so to speak, like came onto the planet about five hundred million years ago with uh, some sort of like ex- now extinct fish or turtle, and there. Their um, nervous system, when, un- when under threat, would shut down. It was this dorsal response. of You just kind of shut down, play dead, and that's what they would do. And then 300 million years ago, you had the sympathetic nervous system come online through another probably now extinct fish. And now you have like a fish swimming and pretend that there's a shark that kind of swims by and it wants to attack the fish. The fish will dart. So now you have your fight or flight kind of come online. That's the sympathetic nervous system. So you either play dead, you fight, or you um, flee. And then about 200 million years ago with mammals came on the ventral vagal system, which is your system for connection, your system for forming bonds with people, which is not necessary for like Like it's not necessary for fish and reptiles to be able to form social connections. They're they're fine. They can still live and survive. Like ants don't need to form social connections. Humans have to form social connections or else we die. Like if we don't bond with our caregivers from a young age, no one's gonna feed us. We die. Mm -hmm. If we can't bond with the group that we're in, the tribe that we're living in, we get outcasted. We die. Like it's so inherent to our survival. So the dorsal vagal response and the sympathetic vagal response are both under the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the down-regulated nervous system. They're just two different flavors. So like you and I sitting right here, hopefully we're both calm. Um, We're we're hopefully ventrally activated. So we're in a type of parasympathetic. So our digestion is working. Yeah, we're in connection. Um, We would also be in a type of parasympathetic if we were dorsally activated and we were depressed or like suicidal or withdrawn or or that. Um, And then the sympathetic nervous system response, like I like to think of it as like straight up the center of your body, like a lightning rod. And that's like the get up, go fight, flight, take action, caffeinated, um, eyes dilate. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. So when Leah presented in the group, she was able to show some visuals. So let's describe those visuals so that we can kind of put things in a picture in people's minds because you're talking about like all of these different systems dorsal means your back body Mm -hmm. so that was your like play dead response Mm -hmm. yep and then your ventral is your front yep And when you presented, I remember you like opening your arms, like open and available, and connecting, feeling good. So that's the ventrals in the front, Uh the dorsals in the back, and then the third was the
1: sympathetic. Like I think of it like a lightning rod. So it's coming up straight up the center between the two, kind of an ideal. Yeah. This is more. Yeah. This is more of just like how I sort of visualize them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So now we've got it structured
0: as kind of three polling yeah kind of like three mm-hmm. responses or three functions three responses three responses sure yeah okay yeah and then when you say that the vagus nerve is um the wandering nerve it goes all the way
1: like down the arms behind the face tell us more mm-hmm. about that and what we- it goes into your stomach so 20 per so we all know that there's this bidirectional link from our stomach to our heads. It's why you know, bidirectional means it goes stomach to head, it goes head to stomach, both it goes both ways. ways. So, 80% of the information travels up from your gut to your head, and then 20% of the information travels down, which is why having a healthy gut microbiome is so important. Having um, short chain fatty acids so important I think short chain fatty acids are the so when you eat something that has like fiber um, and then it begins to digest in your stomach the short chain fatty acids I believe are what's produced by that process they activate and trigger up your vagus nerve to send positive messages like to your head or like increase certain neurotransmitters like serotonin and dopamine
0: okay so it's not just that what's coming up from the gut to the brain is like the constitutions that the brain needs to function physiologically. It's like what's coming up are is stimulating the
1: neurochemicals so that you can
0: actually emotionally feel good. So you're well it stimulates be it,
1: because it becomes hormonal, it stimulates the production of yeah, different, neur- like, it, neurotransmitters. yeah, neurotransmitters. So I guess that's not technically hormonal because hormones are different from neurotransmitters. But, yes, it stimulates the production of neurotransmitters. It turns on and off, like, receptors for neurotransmitters.
0: Would you be okay just ticking through, like, serotonin does what? These are neurotransmitters. These basic, are neuro- like, very primary neurotransmitters. I know there are a lot of them. but so just basically. Well,
1: serotonin regulates sleep, appetite, mood, um... Dopamine, I think of as like the reward, like the addict, that's pleasure. Motivation, dopamine? Motivation, sure. Adrenaline gets you up and moving. So you feel alert. Mm -hmm. Norepinephrine is similar to that. I would have to look up exactly like the nuanced differences between adrenaline and and norepinephrine, which I can do. Um, So just basically, I want to
0: unpack for people, like when you say it's for your neurotransmitters, Like, I want to unpack that a little bit so that people understand that we're talking about, like, how you feel on the daily, whether you're in a good mood or not, whether you're um, able to be patient with the lady at the bank, whether you feel motivated to do the creative new idea that you have, whether you feel like you want to stop for, um, to see someone today or put it off till tomorrow. Like, all of those decisions we make based on,
1: like, our moods. And so, so... norepinephrine, also called noradrenaline, is both a neurotransmitter and a hormone. As a neurotransmitter, it's a chemical messenger that helps transmit nerve signals across nerve endings to another nerve cell, muscle cell, or gland cell. And then as a hormone, it's released by your adrenals, um, which are the hat-shaped glands that sit at the top of your kidneys. And then as a neurotransmitter, norepinephrine is made from dopamine, um, and it's part of your sympathetic nervous system, which is what we were talking about, that fight-or-flight response. Interesting. Yeah. So how things are woven together has just
0: become really, really fascinating to me. It's like, so, I could, this, like... Yeah, yeah.
1: So, like, the state of my nervous system... Affects your endocrine system, affects your immune system, is huge. Huge. Yeah, there's also ties with, like, vagus nerve and, and like, immune system response. 100%. That, that's why it's so important what you eat. It's so important what you expose yourself expose to, to toxins why it's why is it so important what you what your thoughts are your mindset also um how we feel about ourselves like the inner messages and how like, yeah. we
0: just feel about ourselves is really important to the health of our whole yeah know,
1: system 100% and i think for me and i what so i work as a behavioral health therapist and i will most, I would say 90% of my clients, I break down what polyvagal theory is. And when people come to me and say like, Leah, like, I don't know, like why I respond in this way. Like, why do I do that? Why do I feel this way? I know rationally, I quote, should not feel this way, but I do. Like, I know, you know, like I shouldn't be jealous of my girlfriend, but you know, but I am like, I shouldn't, you know, feel this like sense of like worthlessness after I talk to my dad, but I do. And all of that comes back to your nervous system and how we are triggered by our social relationships in one of two ways, either, either like if you're really upset and you're just a stranger, who's really upset that could, will also translate. Um, That will also kind of trigger my sympathetic to be like, okay, like what's going on, right? Mm -hmm. Or if I'm dating someone and they act in a certain way, maybe I feel like they're shut down or dismissive or something, that triggers my nervous system because my nervous system remembers what it was like when I was a child to, to perceive that response in my environment. And how unsafe that would have felt as a three-year-old to like have a dad who was dismissive or a caregiver who was dismissive. So it's so interconnected with attachment theory, with how we relate to other people. And I really think that if you can understand your nervous system, not only do you give yourself space to have so much more self-compassion, but you can also start like healing. Mm -hmm. Because... Mm -hmm. Healing is just about learning to regulate your nervous system in new states and healthier states.
0: Yeah. Um, I feel like when you explain it, like something has to help us go from, I'm immersed in my experience. I'm in my response mode. Yes. Reactivity mode, really. Totally. Something has to take us from that reactivity immersion into Um, like,
1: a third-person witnessing perspective. This is why I run. I do jumping jacks. I take ice-cold showers. I, like, pour cold water on my face. I take ice in my hands, and, like, if you feel, like, that dysregulated, you're so upset that you can't even see what's going on. Like, I recommend doing cardio. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to
0: talk about that because you you unpacked that for us in TT, and I want to talk about that because you had this little chart that was like green at the bottom is the ventral arms open and brace connected. Red in the center
1: was like the right lightning rod. Up I think it's orange. Orange. Or it was like a no, it was yellow because it's like a traffic light. Yeah. So it's green at the bottom, yellow, then red at the top. Okay. But that center was the lightning rod, the fight Mm -hmm. or flight.
0: And then the top portion was the dorsal, sort of the collapse, the
1: um, play dead. The play dead. And I also want to add, because I didn't say this, but in that sympathetic fight or flight response, there's also people pleasing and escapism. Like, F this place, I'm just going to go move to Oregon, where, Yeah. 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 It's also a fight or flight. That's a that's a fight or flight conversation. If I was like, "F this," I just want to sleep in bed all day. That's more of a dorsal. That's more of a dorsal collapse. Um. Top of the
0: top of okay. the little three tiered thing. Okay, but what you pointed out was how do we get from you can't get from dorsal, that um giving up, playing dead kind of state to open embrace and connecting to others the green down at the bottom you can't get from that at the top down to the bottom without going through that middle state yeah so what you do when you're in that so depressed state or what you recommend to people is something
1: that actually triggers you yeah you have to like like shock your system somehow which is why the the, cold showers yeah cold showers exercise like honestly exercise like exercise head-to-head with antidepressants in terms of um, treatment outcomes, super effective, and forcing yourself to be around people and be socially engaged even when you don't want to. What do you call You that? have to change your environment.
0: Behavioral activation. Behavioral activation. Yeah. When you, like, connect with
1: somebody else to help you change your state. Um, no, behavioral activation, sorry. Behavioral activation is is using a behavior to, to – is – Behavioral activation is, is essentially like, I'm just going to do it anyways, even though I don't feel like it. Okay. So that could be anything. It could be, I'm going to make the bed, make the bed. Yeah. In the kitchen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I would call that co-regulating. If that's co-regulating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think that that's
0: something that we can talk about. Like if we want to weed apart, like what is co-regulating and what is just venting and wallowing with your friends? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like how can we support each other better? in shifting states so when you come to me or I come to you and it's like one want with this day and I'm so dorsal mm-hmm. like how do we help each other
1: well you you have to I mean you do have to meet people where they're at right mm-hmm. and then you and it's like intuitive. Well, for some people, I don't think it's intuitive. But if someone's feeling down, you're not going to say, "Don't feel down. Be happy." Like that's not going to work. Some people you, say that. But yeah, that's why. <laughs> uh, no, but you take you meet them where they're at, right? You yeah. acknowledge because essentially, what's underneath these feelings is fear that we're not safe. So we have this deep fear that we're not safe, that we're not loved, and we act in ways to try to avoid feeling that all day long um and it's like protecting that like vulnerable part of ourselves that is so scared and um, guys, honestly if you think not me i don't just take a deep breath
0: well it's because a, it's in the human psyche this is how the human psyche well lives, yeah it's right? and yeah. this
1: now i'm going into like internal family systems theory which okay. is a whole other theory that we could talk about but this whole idea—we have these exiled parts of ourselves, these inner ch- children parts of ourselves that feel that just want to be seen, that just want to be loved. So yes, when someone is triggered, meeting them with where they're at, acknowledging, yes, I know you feel this way. I know, yes, like that's all we want, and then we just want someone to sit with us so that we can co-regulate to feel safer. Okay. Yeah. So it's not about solving people's problems. Connection, connection. It's about connection.
0: And connection doesn't have to solve people's problems. Connection Mm. can be enough. So when we talk about holding space, you guys, that's what I mean. It's like when we talk about holding space, it feels like we're not doing anything. It feels like we're not really helping. But just presence and breath and acknowledgement, helps people mm-hmm. co-regulate. Yeah. They're using your stable, at ease, um, well-regulated nervous system to bring their nervous system into a, a healthier health a, home-ier, a, a healthier place for themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other things that will tone your vagus nerves, singing, humming. I mean that's why we talk when we communicate. That's why we have language. Like we tone our vagus nerve just by what does that mean? Um good question. I take it as you are um like is strengthening it- like strengthening your ability to switch from one nervous system state to another. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like you're flexing that muscle of um, Because we need all three. We want all three. Yeah.
0: I mean we want a nervous system that can switch from one state to another and yeah. that reacts. I
1: mean yeah I would say that you probably don't very often need that dorsal shutdown collapse response however it's there for a reason like if you you know if for example and this is this is kind of depressing that this is the only thing I can think of but if you're in a concentration camp right like you survive by preserving your energy like there's going to be a little bit of like shutdown give up like it is a survival mechanism for when the threat passes. Yeah. You know, like you just want to be able to like navigate. depression, exactly. Like depression is a survival mechanism. I would say for most of us in our day-to-day lives, we want to be skilled at deregulating. So calming ourselves down and upregulating, like, you know, getting things done when we need to. And most of us spend too much time in that sympathetic fight or flight and not enough time in the ventrally vagal, in the ventral vagal. Sorry, that was my phone. Connected, open, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's about flexibility and yeah. awareness, and that's
0: what toned means. So yeah, we're looking yeah. for. Did you have other ways? Breath work, breath work, humming, singing, talking. Different foods, like bitters, stringent foods. Yeah, and then overall making um. Nature. Mm-hmm.
1: Go ahead. And then making healthy food choices. Healthy food choices. So making sure, you know, your sleep. Sleep, circadian rhythms. Yeah. Yeah. Making sure your gut microbiome is healthy. So making sure you're getting enough, you know.
0: We're not gonna be able to isolate it it's all Yeah, all it's all connected. That's
1: why it's like it's a theory. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, um, you know, one of the reasons why I like to talk about this is because I have experiences that corroborate it, Mm -hmm. and I think that's why you get excited about it, too, because, um, you know, when you read things, this explains why kind of excitement, Mm -hmm. and then maybe adding some tools to the toolbox, but certainly could, um, you know, our intuitive and our experiential understanding that yoga practices um, bar pilates things that bring us into our bodies um, have been really helpful for each of our own healing journeys Mm -hmm. um, that we're excited to share this today with you guys yeah anything else that's good i thought that was a long one i thought it was like a lot of really good information i hope it's clear i hope you understand a little bit better and if you're interested in talking to leah um, she's available for, um, functional medicine, health coaching sessions individually. She's putting together, um, a few groups over the course of 2023. So look for those. There'll be four week segments. So you can jump in on any topic that interests you and they'll be on the website, um, pretty soon. And, um, because 2023 is going to be on the calendar pretty soon. Mm-hmm. What else? I'll put your email below Leah so people can find you. Perfect. Put my Perfect. Instagram. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Thanks for you didn't bust my chops at all today. Do you still love me? Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. Just just all All business today. Yeah, all business today. All right, thanks. Bye guys. Thanks so much.
1: Namaste. Namaste.